December 21st, 2006. It was the day my life would change forever. It was a cold, wintry day in Buffalo. I was sitting on my stained blue couch that I found a year and a half ago, sitting on the curb around the corner from my apartment. I sat watching one of my favorite movies, Boondock Saints, when the doorbell rang. I stared at the TV, sighed, and paused the movie before walking down the flight of stairs to my front door. Yo, open up! A loud voice shouted from outside. Get your ass up and let me in already! It's freezing out here! I knew it could only be one person. I jumped down the last few steps and opened the door. A tall, muscular man stood on the top step, wearing a black peacoat. Mike, what are you doing here? Don't tell me you forgot already. I'm heading up to see my sister and figured I'd stop by for a visit. How could I forget? Mike's sister moved up here in August to attend the University of Buffalo for their international studies program. It was the first time I'd seen Mike since he helped her move. I shivered as we stood in the doorway. He was right. It was getting brutally cold out. Let's get inside before we let all the heat out. I waited for Mike to climb the stairs before closing the door and meeting him in the living room. Mike stared at the TV. You're still watching that? I would have thought by now you'd have gotten sick of it. You know it's my favorite movie. I could watch it all day. Works for me. Mike took off his jacket, placing it on the couch, and grabbed the remote. He clicked play and sat down, reclining the chair. Please, make yourself at home. I always do, he laughed. Care to join me? He gestured to the other side of the couch that reclined. I sat down and continued watching the movie. We laughed as the two brothers hung from the ceiling, shooting their victims. It was one of my favorite parts because of the joke about the rope. I did my best impersonation of an Irish accent as I quoted the movie. Name one thing you're going to need the stupid rope for. Can we watch this once without you saying all the words? Of course not. I love this movie. Stuff like this should happen in real life. Don't start this again. Mike knew where the conversation was heading. We talked it over at least a dozen times over the phone. At the bar. Through emails. You mean to tell me you wouldn't want all the greedy corporate leaders and corrupt politicians to disappear? What good would it do? For starters, it would make the world a better place. We've been through this before. There's no way to make them magically disappear. I looked at him with my eyebrows raised. Oh no, I know what you're thinking. There was only one way to eliminate the people that were truly evil from the country. We could kill them. What's this wee shit? You wouldn't back me up? He thought about it long and hard for a moment wondering what it would be like for us to go on a rampage, a crusade, to kill all the evil people in the world. I laughed it off. You know I'm only joking, right? I could see the worry leave his face instantly. Can you stop joking about that shit? Half the time I wonder if you're joking, or if you're going to end up with your picture plastered all over the news as the cops hunt you down and kill you. It's not going to happen. That's a relief. He shook off the conversation and reached for the remote. How's it been up here? Same old shit. I go to school, I go to work, I walk around in the freezing cold, and then I come back here to fall asleep. You coming back to Long Island for Christmas? I really don't wanna, but my dad is making me. Look on the bright side. You get to party with me for a few days. Thanks. I'll need it. 
and I know someone else that'll be happy to see you. My eyes lit up. My lips curled into a smile. Lily, she's been asking me when you're getting back. I was beginning to wonder if you ever would. It was something I wondered myself, but I had my reasons for not coming home. Put the movie back on.